Hey guys, welcome back to Ice Black. I'm your host, Tia and this is a platform where I invite women from all over the world to discuss various things that affect their lives as a woman. As you already know, it's been a while since I've been active on this platform, and I of course wanted to apologize to everyone that has been waiting for new episodes, but as you all know, this year has been difficult, and so it has also been difficult for me to find guests that are available for this podcast. However, I've decided to make some changes to the podcast, and I'm not ready to divulge those changes yet, but earlier next year, you will find out what's been going on, and I hope you guys are happy with the changes that I decide to make. So right now, I just wanted to do a quick episode to update you guys on what's been going on behind the scenes for the past two months, as well as to have a little bit of a heart-to-heart with you guys as the holiday season starts. Um, I know that for with everything going on around the world, not everyone has their family with them for the holidays. and. And that might also be the case for me. So hopefully this will be a bit of a little bit of time for you guys to reflect on this past year as I reflect on my past year. So for all of you new listeners, you might not know this, but this podcast is literally like my baby. I started it earlier this year before everything happened with the COVID-19 pandemic. And I remember the day I started it. I was literally just going on a whim. I've had the idea of starting a podcast for almost the entirety of last year, but I never really had the guts to do it until I just woke up one day and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this, which is something that I do a lot. It's not necessarily a good thing, but um, if you guys are into astrology, I'm an Aries and it's very common for Aries to be impulsive. However, I'm not going to lie. It has led me to make some of the best decisions of my life and some of the worst decisions of my life but of course this podcast goes into one of the best decisions of my life so um i started the year obviously i made like a vision board which if you guys don't know it's basically like a visual representation of everything you want to achieve in the year and i had so many goals so many places i wanted to travel to so many conferences I wanted to attend, so many, just just so many goals, right? As we all do in the beginning of the year, I think everyone pretty much makes those New Year's resolutions. As, as I'm looking at my vision board right now, I see that a lot of those things have not been completed. And I think it's obviously very discouraging when you find out that you haven't been able to achieve your New Year's resolutions. I think last year I achieved at least 70%. I can't remember exactly, but last year was one of the most productive years of my life in terms of new achievements and new hobbies and new things that I was able to explore. And to see that this year, a lot of the things that I wanted to do have been canceled because of Corona, or I just haven't been able to get to them because uh, I've been trying to find a good path mental health-wise, and because of a lot of things that have happened, including lockdowns, that hasn't really been the case. 
and I think a lot of you guys who are listening might have struggled with the same things. I don't want to put my, uh, I don't want to project my struggles onto you guys, but I think um, considering the discussions I've had with friends and even family this year, I think it's been a difficult year for pretty much everyone in some case or another. And so I just wanted to have this discussion to kind of see where we can go from here and what that means to us and kind of how to deal with failure of course because that's been something that I've struggled with for a long time the whole idea of failure has been drilled into my head as being you know such a negative thing obviously I've lived in Asia for almost half of my life now so it's very common in Asian societies to think of failure as a thing that you never want to go through. But obviously, as human beings, we're going to fail at some point in our lives. And I think one of the things that I've been trying this year has been to analyze my failures and to look at them as, you know, things that I can go grow from which is still so difficult because I'm not necessarily the most positive person I I am very competitive and I am very ambitious which leads me to try a lot of things but being so competitive it's hard to see failure as a positive thing especially when you've been an athlete or a debater like I have if you're not number one you're basically a loser And that's kind of the mindset that I grew up with. And I think it's helped me in a lot of ways. But it's also been uh, challenging for me to live with that mindset in a lot of ways. So I kind of wanted to, to, to challenge all of you listeners to think about what failure means to you and how you can grow from those failures. For me, something that I've decided to do from now on is to not only write all the things that I've done right, but also write all of the things that I've done wrong. Um, Something that I started last year was, when I'm feeling down, I usually write all of the things that I'm good at or all of the things that I've accomplished for that year or that month or that week. And that has helped me a lot. But then I realized it was also kind of making me base my life on all of those accomplishments which is also not really a good thing because I'm T. I'm not T, the podcast host. I'm not T, the business student. I'm not T, the the debate winner. I'm T, and I have so many other qualities that aren't based on, you know, a degree or a certificate or a class or a grade or a certain number that I have in my life. So I think that this year has, um, well, this habit in general of writing not only my achievements, but also my failures have helped me realize that there's no, there's no way to be perfect as a human being, and that's completely fine. And it's also helped me to understand myself a lot more, understand my strengths and my weaknesses a lot more. And I think at first, it was hard to recognize those weaknesses, especially when it comes to things that are considered really negative in the society that I live in. 
uh, I've learned that I procrastinate a lot. I've learned that I don't like doing things that I'm not good at. And obviously those are not good qualities, but I know that those bad qualities are balanced because I have so many other good qualities. And that doesn't mean that I'm not working to change all those bad qualities every day. I am, (laughs) definitely am. But there's no way that I'm ever going to wake up and have none of those bad qualities. I can work to make sure that I'm better at organizing myself. I'm better at approaching things with a positive mindset, but that's not going to change the fact that um, I'm still going to have some bad qualities. And I think that accepting that as someone who is very competitive and very ambitious is, is really important. So I hope that you guys are able to maybe implement this idea of making lists and maybe comment down um, on our Instagram comment section what do you think about those ideas and how they've helped or maybe not helped. That's also completely fine in your own personal lives. So yeah, that's been one part. What else have I done this year? (laughs) A lot of like I said, a lot of self-reflection, but also a lot of learning. I can't even explain to you guys how many articles I've read this year. Um, I think a lot of people who are paranoid about this pandemic can agree that we've literally all looked at 15 million articles about COVID-19. And although I do think that that was not necessarily helpful because a lot of articles have contrasting opinions on how you can uh, well not how you can contract it but I would say the the harmful effects or to what degree it is harmful and there are a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding it but I think that in general this year has been a year of self-awareness especially health-wise I think a lot of us have been realizing that we haven't been taking our health as seriously as we should have. And I think I'm so, so grateful for not having caught the the virus um, yet. <laughs> or, well, let's not say yet because that's very, that's putting out negativity in the world. But I'm grateful to be healthy and to have been pretty healthy for this past year. and. I'm I'm trying to put my health as a priority and continuing to put my health as a priority. As a college student, it's very easy not to do that. Um, It's not necessarily a priority for most people who are in college, especially when you have tons of exams and quizzes and work to do. So that's something that I think I've learned a lot about this year and I've looked into holistic medicine, I've looked into herbal medicine, and although it might seem a bit obsessive, I'm still happy for all of the knowledge that is brought into my life, and I think that a lot of it is the reason why I've been able to stay so healthy on top of social distancing for um, this year. And what else? Oh, speaking of college um 
distance learning has been interesting. I think most of you can relate to having Zoom classes. For me, my university has been closed this entire year. So I have done my second year of college fully online. It's not finished yet, but after this month, I'll have completed one full year of college online. And I think the crazy thing is that at first I wasn't really expecting online school to be as difficult as it was. And it wasn't difficult in terms of content, as in, of course, there were classes that were hard, but it wasn't anything different to my last year. I think what was really difficult was the lack of in-person interaction. I'm someone who, um, obviously, I love talking. That's why I have a podcast. I love interacting with people. I love meeting new people. And that's also one of the reasons why I love learning languages so much is because I'm so passionate about communication. And I usually think I participate a lot in all of my classes just because of that, not necessarily because I'm a know-it-all or because I know everything. I just like interacting in general so whether that be asking questions or answering questions i think those are both integral parts of human communication and human connection and that's been kind of hard to do with online classes obviously we can still interact with each other we have this thing called breakout rooms on zoom which i think a lot of you are familiar with basically little little rooms on Zoom where we can have small group discussions, but it's definitely not the same, especially because we can't see people's facial expressions. So it just seems like we're sending voice messages to each other in class. It's very strange. Uh, Well, we can turn our videos on actually, but in most of my classes that wasn't required. So most people did not turn their videos on. So something that I missed was definitely those in-person interactions. So the entire year, I basically didn't know what most of my classmates looked like, and I still don't. So that, yeah, in 2021, I'm definitely looking forward to hopefully seeing my classmates on campus, which is very interesting because I don't think I would have said that if you had asked me last year. Would you prefer online school or in person? I probably would have said online just because, I mean, you don't have to commute. You can basically do classes anywhere, in a coffee shop, at home, in your bed. But there are a lot of downsides. I'm not going to lie. There were a lot of downsides that I was not expected and expecting. And so it's made me a lot more grateful for the past year and the connections that I've had with my classmates in my previous classes. And also I'm thinking for the people who started college this year, I'm wondering how it's been for them because to be honest, I've met almost my entire friend group that I have right now through college classes or through orientation. So I think it must have been really hard for them to adapt considering the fact that school went fully online as soon as the school year started in my university. So I'm hoping that all of those new students have been able to 
find their place despite the the fact that it's been such a difficult year academics-wise and school-wise. And I think it's been hard for teachers as well. A lot of my school teachers mentioned that they had a hard time adapting to Zoom and adapting to a fully online teaching system. So this year has definitely been a roller coaster ride in almost all aspects of our lives. Um, yeah, it's definitely taught me gratitude. I had this habit of writing five things that I was grateful for almost, I think, since high school because my high school had these leadership classes where we were taught about meditation, about great gratitude, and a lot of habits that people would say are essential to success. And so I implemented them into my daily routine, but I don't think I ever wrote things such as, I'm grateful for in-person communication, I'm grateful for my health. I would usually write things like, I'm grateful for having a home, and I'm grateful for having friends, I'm grateful for my parents, which are obviously important things, but I think this year has really shown me how many other things I wasn't necessarily grateful for, or I was grateful for, but I wasn't expressing that gratefulness for, and shown me to appreciate them a lot more. So one of those things has been my health, one of those things has been in-person communication, one of those things has been um, the ability to have free healthcare, at least in France where I'm from, it's definitely a huge privilege that I think I tend to forget because I grew up there and I don't see it as something strange. But when I look at other countries and how they handled the, pa- the pandemic, it's definitely made me look at things a little bit differently. So, yeah, I hope that you guys will be able to reflect on your 2020 and think about some things that maybe you hadn't thought of that 2020 allowed you to to see um, by listening to this episode and I'm very grateful for everyone still listening and yeah thank you for being here with me today on this moment And I encourage you to maybe write down some things that 2020 has taught you and maybe write them in our comment section on our Instagram page at IcedBlackPodcast or even DM them to us and I'd be happy to have a conversation with you. I love speaking to you guys. So thank you for listening to today's episode of Ice Black. And I'm ready to come at you guys with more and more episodes. Bye!